Yeah, and take your smarmy news organization with you. You know what? I'm beginning to think that Arizona is becoming Florida with cactus. Hello, friends, and welcome in to this, the 170th edition of Fusebox, overexcitedly entitled Foo and uh, more about that title in a moment. I'm your printing my own ballots and counting them twice, host, Mark Rosen, over there, festooned in a positively marvelous T-shirt. Is uh, is that uh, is that Diane Thorne of? Uh, <laughs> yeah, buddy, Ilsa, she wolf of the SS. Yeah, it's one of my faves. <laughs> The golden tones of the Doctor of Decibels, uh, Milt Keynes, everybody. Yeah, thank you kindly. Yeah, this was one hell of a ride, this film, man. Now, yeah, you know, because I, I know you're a fan of those uh, Ilsa exploitation films. I um, I never really acquired the taste myself. Yeah, these rock. There's a four or five of them. Big fan of them. So would the whip category be a fave too, huh? Oh, you mean uh, women in prison films? Yes, sir. That's correct. Yeah, not so much. Not crazy about the setting. You mean prison? Yeah, because it just just depresses me. Really? But the concentration camp thing's okay. Yeah, because the setting there takes a back seat to the -the off-the-hook stuff the main character does, man. Uh Uh-huh. Well, whatever floats your U-boat, I guess. Great shirt, though. That was the uh, poster, right? Yeah, it's got Elsa out front in her SS uniform with the uh, legendary plunging neckline, of course. And the tagline, she committed crime so terrible, even the SS feared her. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the feel-good movie of 1975. Hell, I, I was just out of high school when I saw this the first time. And the hormones were raging, right? Let's just say, I have a thing now for khaki. Hey, hey, I I bet I know something about this film you don't. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did you know that uh, Diane Thorne's character, Ilsa, is uh, actually based on Ilsa Koch, the real, or Koch, if you prefer, the real wife of uh, a commandant at the uh, Buchenwald concentration camp. Was she hot? Uh, That, Mr. Keynes, is a mystery. I'm sure for Mr. Commandant, uh, she was. Huh. I might have to do a little research. Yeah. Well, while you're uh, brushing up on your jackboot history, allow me, please, to uh, shed a wee light into the title of this installment of Fusebox, Fufara. Oh, by the way, that's not the sound of Milt after seven or nine vodka and yoo-hoos. Yeah, it, it's really a term that goes back to the American West. And one possible connection is uh, thought to have sprung from the French expression fou meaning foolish dandy. 
What, like Matt Gates? Well, possibly. Is there really anything dandy about him, though? Well, if you heard him talk about the person he thinks he is, you'd be impressed, too. No doubt. So the word foofara became a term uh, for, like, a, a big ballyhoo or noise about nothing. Kind of like what's going on right now, down there, in that area down there, in Maricopa County, Arizona. So what does this make it, like the, the fourth time they've counted votes there? <laughs> well, you know, you got to keep counting till they get the numbers they want. Yeah, fourth time. Uh, despite the foofaroffs. Ah, yeah. So the secret word for this show is, of course, our title, friends. Uh, for, for those of you playing along with your copy of the home game. Indeed, they are counting like mad over there in Arizona. And this time, it's totally a secret process. Only one news organization, OAN... Are they really a news organization? I mean, if you think maybe wrapping a beach towel around you like a cape... And jumping off the roof makes you a superhero. Well, then, I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, they are the uh, only organization allowed into the actual counting area. Yeah. The rest of the media have been uh, relegated to the, quote, media area. You mean parking lot? Yeah, exactly. And uh, the folks counting uh, are some outfit hired by the Arizona State Senate. Uh, by the way, the Senate uh, hired this outfit from, can you guess? Florida. That's right. And uh, is paying them, this outfit called Cyber Ninjas, they're paying them $150,000 to conduct the audit and uh, hire its own contractors. <laughs> so the Arizona Republic found that the uh, CEO of the firm, Doug Logan, had, uh, of course, touted conspiracy theories about the election on social media and had participated in a previous attempt to overturn Michigan election results. And uh, Logan told reporters at a news conference last week that the audit is costing more than $150,000, but he would not say how much more or who is paying his company. He also will not give information about anyone involved. Nonpartisan election auditing experts have uh, indicated he, uh, this audit will actually cost millions. Okay, yeah, the whole damn political process over there drank the Kool-Aid. What the hell do they hope to prove? Their own Republican-backed Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has certified the election results as accurate. Yep. Yep, three times. So this is more than just moving the goalpost at this point. Now we're moving the whole stadium. It kind of smells stinky. So uh, the results of this could be just devastating in some legal process or, and more likely, another huge foo-for-raw. Restarting more legal processes and probably more proposed laws to state ultimately that unless you're a white Republican, you're just not allowed to vote at all. 
So that uh, former orange occupant of the White House has, of course, as you might imagine, already endorsed this process, saying, quote, incredible organization and integrity taking place in Arizona with respect to the fraudulent, in caps there, 2020 presidential election. These are great American patriots. But watch the radical left Democrats demean and destroy campaign will start very soon. It's always the same with that guy. Here's some crap that supports my huge lie, and it's great. Oh, but those nasty Democrats and that uh, whole finding the truth thing, just watch as they expose me uh, yet again for what I really am. You don't want to stand for that now, do you? Yes, a huge gas bag that's gaslighting an entire political party. I mean... The numbers of supporters with this brain sickness in that party, in earlier times, they would have been completely reversed. They would not be approaching a majority. They would be fringe dwellers at, uh, at best. Well, you know, I, I suppose we can thank that guy for one thing. Returning to Florida? <laughs> well, that. And uh, he did raise all those idiots to the surface. At least now we know who they are. They're not hiding under the floorboards. They're right out in plain view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose that is a uh, silver lining of sorts. Maybe a bit tarnished and rust-eaten. But, uh, yeah, he did do that. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see what this uh, ridiculous process creates. I'm, uh, I'm sure it'll be a Fufara festival. When we return, news of something else lurking in the cloud. Giant rats. Oh, that's ridiculous. The show for everybody, but not everybody will like it. Did you fellas and girls eat a hearty, delicious breakfast this morning with swell-tasting tender guns with lichen and fruit? Remember, crisp, natural, and delicious guns furnished extra food values of swell-tasting lichen and not like iron. For a hearty breakfast dish you like to eat, get natural lichen and delicious guns. Follow all of these rules and you will survive. And that right there, the unmistakable voice of Fernande Nende. Lee Murr, actually, probably not his voice, but uh, one of his little bits. We'll feature another one a little later on. But first, according to the Journal of Mammalogy... Whoa, whoa, hold up. Wait, wait. Should I be reading that? Huh? Oh, no. Oh, no, I, no, no, I think not, Mr. Keynes. The word is mammalogy, not... Oh, uh, oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, <clears throat> it's not the word you're thinking. So, uh, a new study published in that illustrious journal recently states that alongside the tiny humans that once inhabited the Philippines lived several hitherto unknown species of... Giant cloud rats. Holy carp. Does Google know this? 
Ah, different cloud, Mr. Keynes. Yeah. In the, in terms of the uh, fossil record, Kalau Cave on the island of Luzon in the uh, Philippines is probably best known for the uh, discovery of Homo luzonensis, a remarkably short relative of modern humans, kind of like hobbits, from what I've uh, heard, that uh, lived tens of thousands of years ago. But as the uh, recent finds show, uh, the area was home to a bevy of beasts still waiting to be discovered. That's a pretty long wait. You're pretty patient beasts, bro. Well, they had nothing better to do, you know? I mean, you just hang around and wait for the archaeologists. In a Field Museum press release, lead author and archaeologist at the University of the Philippines, Janine Ochoa said, We were looking at the fossil assemblages associated with that hominin, and we found teeth and fragments of bone that ended up belonging to these new species of cloud rats. Now, these uh, rats, they uh, sit in clouds? Well, pretty sure they don't. And they don't eat data or your highly prized collection of sandwich photos that you've saved over the years, right? No, no, no they've, uh, they're described kind of like uh, looking like uh, tree-climbing guinea pigs with really long tails. And uh, the giant cloud rats don't look anything like uh, modern-day rats, uh, the ones you might see scurrying around in the cities. Uh, the picture they show here in the publication looks like a, a, a just a great big guinea pig with a rat-like tail kind of standing up on its hind legs on the on the top of a tree branch. Giant rats that climb trees. Yeah, no. Yeah. Says here that they uh, began diversifying on the island some 10 million years ago. But until now, no extinct fossil species had been uh, described. The three now cataloged from the Kalau Cave date from 67,000 years ago to the late Holocene, around 2,000 years ago. So uh, modern members of the group can weigh up to six pounds and be nearly three feet long from nose to tail. The bigger ones would have looked almost like a woodchuck with a squirrel tail, said co-author Larry Heaney the curator of mammals at the Field Museum. Cloud rats eat plants, and they've got great big pot bellies that allow them to ferment the plants that they eat, kind of like cows. They have big, fluffy, or furry tails. They're really quite cute. Cute? Well, they are kind of. Now, don't be getting any ideas for your next pet du jour. Well, sadly, these particular ones are, of course, extinct. So, uh, little chance of that. The report mentions that uh, earlier this year on the same island as the recent discovery, a presumed extinct mouse that hadn't been seen since the Eisenhower administration turned up in droves in a habitat that was uh, devastated by a 1991 volcanic eruption. Now, uh... Were they possibly victims of the military-industrial complex, like Ike said... You know, I'd bet Eisenhower never met these critters, at least in their typical form. He did, however, encounter a bunch of rats, though. 
I see what you did there. Uh-huh. A guy nearly hit me back there. He was doing at least 70. Why don't you fellas do something to stop this reckless driving? We do what we can. Some that get away from us, we catch later at the morgue or the hospital. Anyway, stopping cars won't stop reckless driving. That's up to the driver. And too many of them have to learn the hard way. So speaking of vermin, it's time to go down. Dateline, Lehigh Acres. Allow me to tell you a brief tale of woe of uh, 21-year-old Alonzo Sanchez, who was found by deputies and seen hugging and hip-thrusting a tree. Awesome. He was completely naked and allegedly high at the time. Before deputies got to him, the Florida man ran into the street and was nearly hit by a car that had to swerve to avoid him. When the uh, deputies attempted to arrest Sanchez, he punched one of them in the face. After a brief struggle, he was apprehended and uh, taken to Lehigh Acres Regional Hospital. He uh, faces a battery charge and was booked into the Lee County Jail after his brief hospital visit. I'm thinking the splinters are going to be a bitch. Dateline, St. Petersburg. How about this? 41-year-old Martin Skelly of St. Petersburg was arrested after showing up to a Clearwater McDonald's with a drug-filled needle. As you do when you're going to Mickey D's. Yeah, it's all the rage, Mr. Keynes. After being arrested on charges of possession of uh, methamphetamine, he was searched and booked into Pinellas County Jail. Authorities asked Mr. Skelly if he had any additional contraband on him, to which he replied, No, according to the affidavit. Then, when he was uh, processed into the jail, a small bag of meth was found wedged deep within the belly button cavity. I was just being dumb and not thinking, Skelly said, when the drugs were discovered. The belly button meth stash resulted in two additional felony charges. So he was just being dumb about hiding the meth, not the taking it part. <laughs> so it goes, Mr. Keynes. Dateline, Cape Coral. Oh, and this wonderful bit. A Cape Coral family awoke on Halloween night to find a man sitting on their roof in his underwear. <coughs> That's right. A woman who lives in the home said she saw the underwear-clad man on her roof in the middle of the night. Allegedly, he had been up there 
for five hours. Police and the fire department showed up to get him down from the roof of the home, and once back on the ground, the man apologized and left. He had no recollection of how he had gotten up there. Neighbors think drug use was the cause. You think? Or wait, maybe he was moon tanning. Well, that's popular activity there, I think. Dateline, Fort Pierce. A Florida man had an interesting explanation for a bag of cocaine found in his car during a traffic stop. According to an arrest affidavit, the man stated that, quote, the police or the wind must have placed it there. According to police, the man was making furtive movements as attempting to discard an item out of the passenger window. There was also an open can of Budweiser and a drug pipe found in the car. (laughs) He was taken to the St. Lucie County Jail on a possession of drug paraphernalia charge. There was also a talking seal named Bobo in the back seat who was really wasted. Dateline, the land. And last, but certainly at the end here, this prime cut case. A shoplifting Florida man attempted to flee a DeLand store, stripping naked as multiple steaks fell out of his pants. The manager of the Save-A-Lot store in DeLand confronted 28-year-old Stefan Short of David, Florida, when he and store patrons saw him stuffing the meat into his pants. <laughs> the manager attempted to restrain Mr. Short, but he wriggled free, ran out of the store, and began taking off his clothes, leaving a trail of the stakes on the floor. Police spotted Short running out of the store naked, and when he refused to stop, officers tased him. According to police, He stole four packs of ribeye steaks valued at $41. He was charged with resisting an officer without violence and first-degree petty theft. Officer, stop that ribeye! (laughs) Shoplifting with the intent to tenderize. Friends, it's stories like these that have us pondering, ever searching for that elusive answer. To the time-encrusted question... What the fuck, Florida? (laughs) Yes. As uh, mentioned last time in this humble program, the Fusebox show uh, will be going live on KMWV in Salem, Oregon, as of uh, Sunday, May 2nd. And uh, we're, we're just about as tickled purple as we can get about that. Well, I got to tell you, man, it's it's so uh, nostalgic being back on the stick in the ground again. Yeah, for you and me both. I mean, last time uh, we were terrestrial was about, uh, geez, what, 1997, 98, when uh, we flew an AM version of the Area 51 show on a syndicated talk radio outfit. Um, do we still have... Area 51. <laughs> no kidding. Yep, 
that's the uh, theme for that show. And and I will say we we learned boatloads doing that one. And uh, many of the ideas we hatched back in those days ended up becoming uh, the foundation of the show we uh, we did in 2005, known not at all coincidentally as Area 51. Yeah, that was uh, way before my time with you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think I was working at a station in Altoona. Or wait a minute, maybe it was uh, Peach Split, Georgia. Can't recall. Those those days are a bit of a blur, bro. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. So we're putting up a bunch of shows over there that will begin, uh, as I say, on Sunday evening at 6 p.m., May 2nd. And uh, we've retooled some of the earlier shows from um, 2015 to uh, better showcase just what the hell we do here. And uh, so, therefore, there is new and previously unheard content. So you completists out there are uh, now... uh, Hereby informed. <laughs> I got an earful of what you were tweaking the other day, and that uh, that open is uh, hilarious. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mr. Keynes. Appended by our audio colleague and conspirator, Jeff Pollard. Yes, uh, a little spin on the uh, Masterpiece Theater open, but uh, this time, of course, it's a uh, Fusebox Theater. We wanted to... Uh, find a way to showcase the archival idea, and Jeff came up with a great way (laughs) to do that. So I hope the uh, unsuspecting ears out there will uh, enjoy that as much as we did putting it together. And uh, with that, friends, uh, we shall take our automatic lying machine and these tattered and falsified documents we have here and waddle back under the Davenport, but... Not before thanking our contributors to this edition of Fusebox, Nico Lane and Eric Newsom. Thanks, as always, to the Emperor of EQ, Milk Keynes, for technical assistance and so forth and so on. A pleasure as always. And, of course, thanks to you, friends, for pushing play on this edition of Fusebox. We do so appreciate it. We'd uh, also greatly appreciate it if you would kindly subscribe to this audio offering if you have not otherwise done so wherever you may have found it lurking be it uh, Apple Podcasts Amazon or Google Podcasts Stitcher iHeartRadio or the very Onsug themselves at O-N-S-U-G dot com they go ahead rate it review hell do a couple of quick handstands good for your uh, circulation I'm told and uh, all so helpful to us here, most sincerely. And you can visit the Fusebox store through the website at thefuseboxshow.com and uh, the Fusebox Facebook page at the Fusebox Show. And then just click on the Shop Now tab. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Thank you, sir. I have been your unpacking the meaning to put it into adorable Tupperware containers host Mark Rose saying until our next cartoon.